This is such a beautiful pool, though. Look, the yeah. uh, the the foam on the surface eddying out there and making yeah. a circle around, and the fast water coming in the top and yeah. exiting at the bottom. It's beautiful. Yeah. I'm Dave Anderson, and I'm Chris Martin, and this is something wild. Today we're in East Sutton, New Hampshire, and we've paused by Stevens Brook, almost in the shadow of Interstate 89, to talk with Jack Noon, who's an author and a fish historian. Thanks for having us, Jack. Well, thanks for coming here. The Eastern Brook Trout is your favorite fish. Uh, by far, yeah. Why is that? Well, first of all, that early association with my grandfather, it was his favorite fish. Uh, also, uh, they need forests, they need cold, clear, uh, unpolluted water, and that makes them just the perfect symbol for New Hampshire's past and for responsible environmental uh, policies. They're just an, an absolutely beautiful fish, and they're a native fish, too. So I have a sort of a head-scratcher question. How long does a fish species have to be present in New Hampshire water to be uh, considered native? Uh, let's see. That's a good one. Are there uh, natives? It's indisputable. Uh, it, on one definition, no, there's nothing. Because when the glacier was here, it's, uh, they have proven there were absolutely no fish living beneath a mile of mile thick cover of ice. So but, if you go back 10,000, 15,000 years, yeah. we started, the slate was... Yeah, nothing was here. So but, everything has arrived yeah, or, but, or migrated in since then. Right. Just a basic biology question. Yeah. The brook trout spawn in the fall right, yeah. and lay their eggs in little nests on the bottom of the stream, and they develop over the winter and hatch into fry in the spring. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about how brook trout reproduce? Oh, yeah. Um, actually, uh, I've seen spawning brook trout. Um, there's a, uh, the males will take on a deeper coloration and um, absolutely beautiful in the fall. What does... What does a brook trout need that's different than other fish you might find in this area? I mean, yeah. obviously there's some water temperature issues, right. um, yeah. habitat issues, yeah. food. Well, brook trout need really good forest cover, uh, and that will keep water levels high and water temperatures low throughout the summer. The forests were important very early for a number of reasons. Uh, there was a fisheries biologist oh, a century plus ago, William Kendall, and on August, 6, on August 6, 1904, he took water temperatures at Perry Stream. And the Perry Stream water temperature on August 6 was 44 degrees. Wow. And I made a point of um, visiting the same uh, Perry Stream uh, 97 years after that. And I found that the water temperatures were 20 degrees higher, still within the acceptable range for brook trout. But if the water gets too warm, uh, they either move or they die or yeah, they... 74 or 76 degrees is about the threshold yeah, for dissolved yeah, oxygen. Yeah, yeah. And above that temperature, which is routinely now reached in the summertime, the brook trout can't survive. Right, yeah. If a brook trout is the canary in the coal mine, are they yeah. on the ropes these days? Or is there a hopeful side of the conservation efforts, fishing game, and also Trout Unlimited working yes. to restore habitat? Yeah, I'm, I'm optimistic there, uh, given the limits of, of what they have to work with. Uh, I think the, um, the fisheries biologists have made a huge difference, what they have studied, what they know, and um, they're more aware now of, of what is needed. Thanks for talking with us, Jack. 
Well, thank you for coming. I'm Dave Anderson. I'm Chris Martin. Our producer is Andrew Perella. Something Wild is a joint production of New Hampshire Audubon, the Society for the Protection of New Hampshire Forests, and NHPR. Thank you.